On this week's episode of Cultivating Her Space, mm-hmm. my grandfather used to always tell me, don't let no take you out and not have your own money. You always have your own, what do you say, car fare to get home. Like you yes, always make yes. sure you have your own experience life and maximize your singleness. Like when you're single, try to like, get your own place, live on your own, yeah. travel, experience life, do the things you want to do before you settle down and have children because that'll always be there. Yeah. Men, women, people will always be there. Do you. And so those were some of the core pieces of advice that I got. Today's episode is sure to provide you with motivation, inspiration, or a fresh perspective. If you have any aha moments or appreciate anything from this episode, please leave us a review to let us know we're on the right track. Also, we release episodes every Friday, so be sure to subscribe on iTunes and visit cultivatingherspace.com to access our exclusive after show and other bonus content from the Patreon tab. Welcome to Cultivating Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're your hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist, and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. Our quote of the day, youth can walk faster, but the elder knows the road. Lady, that is an African proverb, and I'll read it one more time. And chances are you've probably seen it somewhere on the internet before, but we're going with it, and you'll see why. Youth can walk faster, but the elder knows the road. All right, T. You already know. I already know, I already yes. know what's coming. Yeah. I think that this quote or this proverb I think that it's complex because I think yeah. there are times in life where this is true. I think about what we're going to talk about today in my relationships with my elders or just people that are older than older than me. Yeah. When I was in a certain phase in life yeah, and how this was very true. Like I had, you know, I was youthful, so I was faster. I knew more about tech. There were things that right. I could do quickly, whereas the elders may not. I, I may have been teaching them things in that regard. Yeah. But at the same time, they had more life experience. And so because I was, I want to say so young, I'm thinking about, you know, teenage years, yeah. college, I, they knew a lot more about the road of life than I did, I guess. But yeah. now that I'm at this stage, I think things have shifted, but that's how I feel about the quote initially, like first hearing it. What about you? Yeah, I think, yeah, what comes up for me is the piece. So the two parts, right? Mm-hmm. That youth can walk faster. Yeah. So the piece that like when you have youth on your side, there are yeah. ways in which you move differently mm-hmm. and maybe move more efficiently. Mm-hmm. Like if I take that in the literal sense that a younger person, their body is different and more agile and can do a whole lot more. Yeah. Like the things that I, that I, Used to do in my like teens and twenties mm-hmm. that my body could handle, right? But I can't handle that exactly. That my ninety-something-year-old grandmother 
can't handle now. Yeah. That makes sense to me. That piece about the youth can move faster. Mm-hmm. However, like the elder knows the road, like it goes to what you said about life experience. Mm-hmm. That like I think about again my ninety something year old grandmother. Yeah. And all that she has seen in her lifetime that she can pave the way in a lot of respects, but because of the way the world shifts and advancements in technology and things like that, there are some things that she might not know. Mm -hmm. But in general, when it comes to living life, Mm -hmm. she knows more than I know. And for damn sure, yeah. knows more than like my youngest niece or nephew because they exactly. have lived you know, life. Yeah, exactly. No, that makes sense. Yeah. So when we think about though, because as we were talking about this episode, like mm-hmm. we like planning this episode out, we had like we were discussing our own lives and some young people in our lives and some of the elders in our yes, lives and like. And recognizing that in some ways we're kind of in the middle of yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. And when we think about kind of laying the groundwork for this conversation. For sure. One, let's define what it means to kind of be in the middle, like to be young, to be an elder. Like, so folks yeah. know what we're, what we're talking to. about. Yeah. I will say in our previous episode about elders, we did an episode, I think, about respecting mm-hmm. elders. Yes. And in that particular episode, we had... I want to say more of a formal definition of what it meant to be an elder. For this particular episode, I think it's very basic. It's just anyone older than you, right? So it could be a cousin, your mama, your grandmother, your grandfather, like uncle, auntie, whatever. Anyone Mm -hmm. who's older than you. So a very basic definition. And then that's pretty much spot on, right? As far as what it means. And then why this conversation is important. So Dom and I were having a conversation offline. I think it was at brunch or something, or maybe hanging out last night. And we were talking about some of the young people in our lives and how there were points in our lives personally. I know there was a point in my life where I sort of put the, my elders on the pedestal. Yeah. I thought like, I like I thought that they were just perfect or they knew yeah. everything. They had all the answers. And now as I get older and I'm at the age that, you know, my parents were when they were, you know, having my siblings and I, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking about who I am and where I am in life. I'm like, wow, I can imagine being in their shoes. So it just, it, we think it's important to cover this conversation because there's a lot of different perspective shifts yes. that we can share with you that you can consider. Maybe you've had these perspectives, lady. Maybe you have not. And this is something that you can consider for your journey. Yeah. And so we think it's important to just talk about the dynamics and the shifts that happen so we can kind of give you some game, hopefully, hopefully. that you can use yeah. in your journey. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think it, you know, it's interesting as you were saying that, like, yeah, that perspective shift is so fascinating mm-hmm. when I think about like my nieces yeah. and where they are and when I put myself so I think about my like the things that they are going through things yeah. that they are navigating yes and then I can remember being in that space mm-hmm. and but now as my grown self yes looking at them I'm like girl a whole lot of girl get your life get your life and I remember being at that stage and thinking that, like, I Man, knew it all. all of it. Yes. And that nobody understood me. Yes. That life is different. Life was different back then mm-hmm. for y'all. So y'all don't get it. Yes. 
And sitting in this space now at this age, yeah. I'm like, nah, I get it. Yes. Get I done it. been there, done that. Okay. Right. And then yeah. thinking about where I am, and it also deepens my respect mm-hmm. for my elders. Yes. Of recognizing like, so if that is how I was coming across to y'all. Yeah. Bless y'all. Bless y'all. Because, wow, mm-hmm. I probably was a lot to deal with. Yeah. They probably were. I think about some of the things that I may have said to people. Yeah. And some of the decisions that I may have made. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't think I did or said anything egregious. Yeah. But it, but I do think that it was an air of, I got this. Y'all don't, yeah. y'all don't know. Exactly. Like I know better than y'all. Mm-hmm. And when I see it now, mm-hmm. there are, like I have to stop myself and, like I said, deepen my respect for my elders because if that's what y'all was dealing with, woo. And then look at the younger folks and say, how my grandmother, you know, and elders always say, baby, mm-hmm. just keep living. That's it. Keep on living because, baby, what is life experience? You're going to be learning some things. For real. Hey, lady, it's Terry here. Dom and I want to take a moment to thank you for choosing to listen to our podcast. We love you for real, and we want to give you a chance to learn more about what's important to us. So tell us what you think about this. Imagine a world where you have a chance to get featured on the Cultivating Her Space podcast and share your business, brand, or perspective with millions around the globe. Imagine joining our monthly virtual video check-ins where you can connect with like-minded Black women like you and share your ideas and episode suggestions with Terry and I. Now I want you to imagine a world where you're in the exclusive Cultivating Her Space Sanctuary Slack channel, and throughout your day and week, you are conversing with us about what's happening in your life and sharing funny gifts and your personal wins. How does that sound? Hopefully this is up your alley, lady, because we are taking things to the next level this year, and we're doubling down on investing in our community. That means you. Yay! We want to meet you, connect with you, and create communities of genuine women who love on Black women and push our culture and movement forward. We launched this podcast in 2019, and to date, we have not missed a week. We've been great stewards of our platform, all while working full-time and navigating our own ups and downs. We release fresh new content every single Friday, like clockwork, and we have hundreds of valuable episodes and workshops that can really help you uplevel your life. So if you love our mission or you've gotten value from us, we invite you to give back and help us push this community effort forward. Visit herspacepodcast.com and click Patreon. You can learn more about our goals and exclusive offerings on Patreon, and we highly highly encourage you to join the sister frontier so that you can get some one-on-one time with us. We also have an option for you to donate on a one-time basis if that meets your needs. Again, herspacepodcast.com and you can click that link that says Patreon. All right, lady. We'll hop right back into the conversation. So Don, when you think about your experiences in life, like how is your relationship with your elders 
changed or your perspective of elders in general? Because I know for me, I've had big shifts over the years, like based on where I was when I was younger compared to where I am now. So what are some like the major themes or shifts that you've experienced? Yeah, I think for me personally, it's been, some of it is like learning, like really learning, paying attention to learn the lesson mm-hmm. of what they are dealing with mm-hmm. so that as I encounter those stages in life, God willing, that I can navigate them in the healthiest way possible. So you actually learned, like you took those lessons versus some of the young people who are like, Mm-mm, like you actually, well, no, some of them. Clear. Okay. I'm speaking about now. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. I'm thinking about this that. is the now. Okay. This is the now. Okay. Got you. This is the, I have lived a little, have moved out of the I know, I know it all phase okay. in life that a lot of young adults have mm-hmm. and have, I have moved into, and I moved into this years ago, but mm-hmm. like I'm still sitting in it and it just deepens every day of okay. like, let me pay attention to how the elders are living their lives now. Okay. And what are the things that I need to do differently? Gotcha. So that I, or what are the things that I want to make sure I replicate? Yes. So that life continues to be, go well for me. Okay. Right. But if we go back to like, I think going back to childhood. Mm-hmm. And also looking at this and thinking about all of this from a developmental psychology perspective mm-hmm. and recognizing that who you are at five and where your brain is compared to what your brain is like when you're 90, like there's lots of evolution and change in between that. There's a yeah. lot that goes on in between that time. For sure. Right? For sure. And so at five, I remember. I remember, no, it was 10. I remember the memory that I'm, that's coming up for me is I remember being 10. No, it was five. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get my yeah. ages right. I was, yeah, no, it was five because I remember being in the, in the store with my grandmother mm-hmm. and we were shopping for a card from my uncle who had just turned 30. Oh my gosh. That must have seemed like. And at five, oh. one, like, one, me, dynamic, the relationship between me and my grandmother has always been good, right? right. Like that, that, yes. my love. Yes. And so I remember just being in the store and thinking, oh my gosh, he, 30 is like, wow, 30 is like, you're like, that's growing, right? right? Mm-hmm. Like 30 is like, whoa. Yes. And, and, but then thinking that my grandmother, who was in her 50s at the time, like, oh my gosh, 50 is old. Yes. And, no shade to my grandmother. No shade to anybody who is currently in their 50s. Mm-hmm. But your five, that's what your five-year-old yes. mind was for sure. thinking. For right? sure. And I also remember thinking that, like, their house was so huge. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And as I get, as I got older, yeah, there's this recognition of, like, 30 ain't old. Girl, that's a baby. For real. still a baby at 30. For real. For real. For real. Right? Right. And 50s ain't old. No. And, but also this acknowledgement that my 20s mm-hmm. is not my grandmother's 20s, mm-hmm. is not my mom's 20s. 
30s, 40s, 50s is not my grandmother's 30s, 40s, 50s. Yeah. That there are certain things that society has caused change with, right? But over time, as I get older, like my respect, my appreciation, my understanding of why the adults in my life may have done the things that they did, mm-hmm. it shifts. Yeah. Like my understanding grows, yeah. right? And I want to be clear that while my understanding grows, that does not necessarily mean that I agree with what they did mm-hmm. or that I like what they did exactly, or that I'm trying to replicate what they did. Or it was right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, I understand yes. it. Yes. I understand how someone in their position could, could get do, to this yeah. point, right? Exactly. Better preach. Because I think about too, like, right now, I'm 41. Yeah. When my mom was my age, yeah. she had just become a grandmother. And so, right, wow. Yeah. When you put that in perspective, yes. I can't imagine me being somebody's grandmama. Hell, mama and grandmama. Nah, fam. Why? Nah, fam. Like 41, yes. Being somebody's mom, that's like, I, yeah. Because I'm an auntie. And so that feels like like, Okay. But like, grandma? Mm -hmm. Man. Like, I can't imagine. Yeah. Like, my life would look totally different. For sure. And so I get it. Right? Like, I understand. Right. Again, I don't have to like or agree with any of the decisions or the way life was being mm-hmm. lived, but I understand, understand it. Yeah. So that was a long, no, that was long answer. But what what is your take on yeah on that question? That was good though. I will say I had to take some notes because I'm always it's, like, wait, what are, what are my thoughts on this? So. Yeah. Okay, so going back to the then, right? Yeah. As a young person, when I interacted with elders, I just feel like I put them all on pedestals. Like I was yeah. just like, oh my gosh, like like you said, my grandparents had this home that felt so massive when I was younger, this row home in Philly. And it's a typical row home, but like when I was younger, I just, my grandparents were rich to me because yeah. yeah. they were always giving, they just always had it together in my eyes as a young person. Yeah. So I would say that I was also one of those young people that I love to hang out with older people. Yes. Like I love to just hang out with them and get their wisdom. And I was also, even though I had my hard-headed moments, I was very much the person that was like, give me the wisdom so I can get the cheat code for my own journey. Like if I see that this person went down this path and they made a mistake and they got into this and this happened, I'm not going to go that way. So I was always trying to learn from them as well. I would just say that I just thought they had it all together. That was how I viewed the perspective back then. And I think I had somewhat of a rude awakening as I began to get older. And like you said, you know, being 41, I just turned 34 and my mom was 35 when she had my youngest brother. And I can't imagine being like this age or being 35 and having five kids. Right. So I think that in some ways it also gives me empathy and compassion because I'm like, girl, I already be stressed out and my life is already so full with one child. and my mom had five and was trying to manage it all. Not to say, like you said, not saying I agree with everything that you, you know, that she did and all that, but it's like, I can understand how you could get to the place that you were at with having five children at this yeah. stage and age, right? Yeah. I think about 
on Thanksgiving that just passed, which was my birthday, I was cooking a Thanksgiving dinner yeah. and I had my robe, my big robe on. I sprayed some of my grandmother's perfume and I was just kind of welcoming her energy as I was in there cooking. And I looked in the mirror a couple of times and I was like, damn, I look like my grandmother. Like, I know that if my family members would see me right now, like, they'd yeah. be like, yo, you look just like yeah. your grandma. And then what it made me think about, too, was I often would see my grandmother because I was I'm a grandmom's girl, too. Yeah. Like, that's my love. Rest in peace to my amazing grandmother. But I always saw her and a lot of my elders as one dimensional beings. Mm-hmm. I saw her as my grandmother yeah. and that's it. But when she would tell me stories about her life, I'd be like, oh my God, like you had a whole life before me. Like I thought I was like at the center of your world. You had a whole life before my mom. Like yeah. you had a life before your kids. And so I would hear these stories. And on Thanksgiving, as I was cooking, looking like my grandmother, I thought about all that I'm going through in my life right now mm-hmm. on a personal basis. I thought about how I was sitting on the couch, you know, watching TV, but my mind was racing. I was thinking about these different things and thinking about my life as a woman and just my life. Yeah. And I think about when I would see her in the kitchen cooking, I just saw her as my grandmother in the kitchen mm-hmm. cooking. I didn't think about what was going on in her psyche, what yeah. she was experiencing, the thoughts she was having, the dilemmas she was trying to find solutions for. So I think just seeing them as humans yes. is another thing, like humanizing them as I age is something else that I realized, which again goes back to giving them more compassion, having more empathy. Hey girl, hey, we hope you're enjoying this conversation as much as we are, but let's be real. It costs money to podcast and we got bills to pay. So enjoy this commercial break as you process what we've been talking about. And remember, when you support our sponsors, you're also supporting us. As a gift, deodorant is that thing you might expect your Nana to put in your stocking. And she's probably the only person who could get away with gifting you with deodorant. Until Lumi, that is. Lumi is on the top of the most wished for list on Amazon for personal care products, which is no surprise since Lumi is a game-changing whole body deodorant designed by an OBGYN to work not only on pits, but also feet, privates, and everywhere else we get older. No matter where you use it, Lumi is clinically proven to block odor all day long, all thanks to its one-of-a-kind pH-optimized formula. And they have over 275,000 five-star reviews to show for it. So really, giving Lumi isn't really giving a deodorant. It's giving a product that'll blow whatever they're using now out of the water for confidence they'll feel from head to toe, or really, pits to toe. Lady, we have a special offer for you. New customers get $5 off Lumi Starter Pack with our exclusive code. And for a limited time, returning customers can get $5 off their next purchase of $30 or more. Use code HERSPACE at LumiDeodorant.com. That's L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Lady, let me tell you, Lumi Toasted Coconut smells amazing. And works so well, especially on those days when I'm working hard in the gym. To be clear, it's not an antiperspirant, so I still sweat, which is a healthy body function, but there is no odor. Lumi Starter Pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, and two free products of your choice, like the mini body wash and deodorant wipes which are perfect for your travels this holiday season. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off Lumi Starter Pack 
with our exclusive code and link. And for a limited time, returning customers can get $5 off their next purchase of $30 or more. Use code HERSPACE at LumiDeodorant.com. That's L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Thank you, Lumi, for making this holiday season smell a whole lot better. Lady, picture this. You are hanging out in your favorite spot in your house. Your headphones are on and the world around you fades away. When listening to Dipsy stories, you're immersed in a vivid world where every touch, every breath, Every stolen glance is felt with breathtaking intensity. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. Radically inclusive, Dipsy has stories for straight and queer listeners, and 56% of stories are voice acted by people of color. They also have soothing sleep stories, wellness sessions, and sexy written stories to read. Let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or even heat things up with your partner. For Cultivating Herspace podcast listeners, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash herspace. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipseastories.com slash herspace. Lady, you literally have nothing to lose. Try it out. See if it's a good fit for you. dipsystories.com slash herspace. Let's get back into it. Also realizing that they have insecurities and struggles too. And I think I I just, that was so beyond me when I was younger because I'm like, you're older, you have it together, you're established. And my grandmother, like, bless her heart, she would often, like I watch her put on makeup. She was very much a woman's woman, like very much into her looks and appearance, which I take after from her. But she would often say, oh, I got these marks. And I, she would criticize herself a lot. Mm. And I would just be like, girl, like, you're beautiful. I just see you because this is the grandma I'm, I'm always yeah. used to with the, you know, moles and beauty marks, mm-hmm. things like that, blemishes. But because she once upon a time didn't have those things. Yes. And so she's had to cope with now the differences in her appearance, whereas yes. I just always known you as this. Yeah. So I think I can relate to them more because I've lived more life. And I think about how my body and Ooh, girl. How my body's changing. I think about how these beauty marks and these molds are popping out all over my chest and my neck and my face. And see those girls, they popping out all yeah. over my back and <laughs> my whole body. And now I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I see what. So I think understanding also comes yeah. because a lot of times you don't have that experience until you experience it in life. So that was also long winded, but that was that's how I think my relationship has changed yeah. over the years when it comes to the elders in my life. What do you think has been the best piece of advice you've received from your elders? Mm, the best piece of advice. I, I feel like there's probably so much, but the, a couple of things that come to mind. One is always keep something for yourself. Mm-hmm. I think this is like an old wise tale from the, from the, from the elders, y'all, where they say, you know, 
the man should always love the woman more. That was something else that grandma always said that. Always have your own. Mm -hmm. My grandfather used to always tell me, don't let no take you out and not have your own money. You always have your your own, what do you say, car fare to get home. Like you should always make sure you have your own. And so I think that, I think those are some of the core ones. The last one I'll add to that is experience life and like maximize your singleness. Like when you're single, try to like get your own place, live on your own, yeah. travel, experience life, do the things you want to do before you settle down and have children because that'll always be there. Yeah. Men, women, people will always be there. Yeah. Like do you. And so those were some of the core pieces of advice that I got. And what about you? You know, so part of why I asked you that, I asked you the question yes. first was because I was sitting here trying to think of what like, concrete like advice and i know once we finish recording the episode mm-hmm. like of a course. quote or something is gonna come up as like always. it always does yes <laughs> and but really what i'm sitting here thinking about is not necessarily words that were spoken in terms of advice mm-hmm. but things that i observe nice right and so i think about like the relationship between my grandparents Mm-hmm. And everybody always used to joke that grandmother's the boss. Like, if she was the one who was in charge of, like, her and my grandfather. Oh, like, the life. Right? Yes. And, and when I think about that, I think about what that means in terms of that phrase, happy wife, happy life. And, and then as I try to, like, in these current times, I parse out what what it means to disrupt white supremacy and patriarchy mm-hmm. and how and anti-blackness and how all of that shows up in our relationships. Mm-hmm. And I think about how my grandparents' relationship, one of the things that they valued was keeping they, like having things for themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Like I re- I do remember having a conversation with her, my grandmother when I was younger, like in my late teens, early 20s, mm-hmm. kind of asking about like inquiring more about like love and relationships, right? right? right. And one of the things that she talked about is like your, there are certain things within your relationship that you keep between the two of you yes. and that you don't have everybody else trying to be in your relationship, Amen. right? Amen. Most people who know my grandmother know that my grandmother is pretty quiet, but like when she's got something to say, mm-hmm. like when she is resolved on something, yeah. she's very clear that this is what this is. Yeah. And I remember observing that resolve as she talked about keeping people out of the relationship mm-hmm. and say, and she mentioned one time the conversation that she had with my great grandmother, her mother-in-law yeah, about kind of staying out of the relationship, mm-hmm. out of her marriage. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, because I knew my, my great grandmother died when I was 10. So I have, I do have memories of her. Right. What, what comes, what came up was not the memory of what my grandmother said about that conversation she had with mm-hmm. her. Of like, you know, just imagine that mother-in-law who's trying to 
it but into the marriage. And my grandmother being very clear and stern with her of like, nah, you ain't doing this. Mm -hmm. And it disrupted my image of them. Okay. Like it was, this wasn't what, how I saw each of them. Mm -hmm. And so to get back to the question of like the piece of advice, it's like, yeah, keeping people out of your thing, like keeping people out of your relationship. Yeah. And, and also recognizing that I observed that play out in the couples that I work with, Mm. in my own like family members, like, what does that look like when you have people in your relationship? Yeah. Just to take a quick detour, what have you noticed about people who do have people in their relationship? Have you noticed like a stark difference between those that don't allow it and those that do? That people who have folks in their relationship mm-hmm. tend to be unhappier. Ooh. And I say that because you are constantly taking on everybody else's stuff. They have different intentions. And yes, and that is influencing your relationship. Yeah, and sense. so, and also recognizing too, as we think about like what our elders are, about yes. this conversation about our elders and the differences, right? Is recognizing that, again, going back to what I, how I heard it from my grandmother yeah. and how that conversation did not reflect how I, how I saw Mm-hmm. Each of them as women, right? Okay. Wait, what do you mean like that? So, like, my my great grandmother was mm-hmm. a person. I did not see her as a person who would be trying to meddle in oh, somebody's relationship. Got you, got you. Right? Okay, that makes that's sense. The grandmother that I knew, that's yeah. like that's not her. Okay. And my grand, like standing up to her and me, like keep yeah. that Yeah. I could see that, but not see it. Okay. Right? Because I see her as someone who you give deference to your elders, right? And so it really, like, as a child, that's how I saw it. As a grown person now reflecting on Mm -hmm. it, having lived some life, I'm like, hell yeah, Graham State. Yeah, I'm glad you lost that. Let her know. And it makes sense now at this age, right? Yeah. Like understanding what that meant. For sure. But also the context of that time period, mm-hmm. that was in the 50s. Yeah. That was huge yes. for her to be able to say that. Exactly. To her mother-in-law at that time. Period. Yeah. So I think like it's just you're constantly, when you're in a space of being open mm-hmm. to... Seeing people, like you said, for the human being, exactly, it gives you room Mm -hmm. to really understand their perspectives. And, lady, we're going to emphasize not excuse their behavior, not excuse their perspective, but just have understanding. Yeah, right. Just have understanding. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's just. I'm so glad that you made the distinction between an actual like lesson. And an observation that turned into a lesson. Because yes. I think sometimes there's unspoken lessons that we gain just yes. by observing. So I love that you made that distinction. And of course, we're going to have to dive into the next question, which I was trying to brainstorm. Like, what is some of the yes. worst advice? What's some of the worst advice you've ever encountered? Do you have anything off the top of your head? 
You know, there's I have some ideas. There's nothing that's coming up for me like statements somebody made. Okay. But I'm sure as I think more, I'm sure there's stuff that I observe that I'm like, I wouldn't do it this way. Do you want me to share some? And I'm sure as soon as I share, you'll be like, oh, wait. Okay. So a couple that came to mind. One, I remember when I did my big chop and this wasn't necessarily advice, but you remember this? It wasn't necessarily advice, but I remember an uncle saying to me when I chopped my hair off in college for my big chop and I had a TWA, my teeny Mm -hmm. weeny afro. And he was like, you ain't gonna find a husband because you have short hair. Like I've heard some women say that over the years, like you need some long, like you need long hair to attract Mm -hmm. a man. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's whack. Like that's not true one, but like, it's just such a negative. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it either. And what I've learned from that is that that's a good one. That is a good one because I started to like, because when I, I remember when I first chopped my hair mm-hmm. off, I was in grad school. And I will say the dye job that the person did, because mm-hmm. it wasn't somebody black. No, that was my bad. Yeah. The dye job wasn't the best. Mm-hmm. But the cut itself was cute. I don't care what nobody said. <laughs> but I remember the reaction of my family because, again, they're, they're buying into yeah. European, European standards. standards of beauty. And the current, the, that current patriarchal way of existing mm-hmm. that, that men like women would care. Yeah. And to me, that speaks to recognizing the difference between our elders, like paving the way, like yes. going back to our quote of the day, right? Yes. Of like paving the way and also recognizing when, yeah, we might be on the same route, but the road looks a little different. It right? looks a little different. Like, so now, initially, the road might have been gravel, yes. but now they done put some cement down. So we we doing this a little different. We going yes. the same direction, but we doing this a little different. For sure. Because I think about, like, with that particular piece, like, who, but what I took away from that is as, like, they were, like, I get that they were trying to, quote unquote, look out, right? Yeah. Because they want you to be married. They want exactly. you to be settled and happy and all, like, image that they have for your life yes so one recognizing that their image for your life is their image at yours doesn't have to be but then also there is someone for everyone exactly and because and we could do a whole nother episode on that about our hair but like recognizing that different men approach me based on my hair absolutely right and so it's not that men did not approach me because I still approach. Hell I still yeah. get approached. Hell yeah. But the type of man might be different, might be different. based on my hairstyle and what my hairstyle projects to them. Yes, that makes perfect sense. And going back to what you said about the elders, like sometimes it's helpful. And then sometimes because of the changing times, there are paradigm shifts. And so some of their perspectives are outdated. So there may have been a time where if you had a shortcut back in the day, mm-hmm. it may have been challenging because of where we were in the world at that time. But because we're progressing, we're just in a different state right now. We're mm-hmm. open to so much more. Yeah. I think there are sometimes paradigm shifts where now some of the perspectives that the elders that may have been helpful in the past, they're just outdated. It just doesn't yeah. serve us anymore. Mm-hmm. Another one is, I think I like there was this idea when I was younger. And again, this goes back to the time that they were in. There was this idea of like submitting to, I'm, I'm using a man, so I'm talking about like being in heterosexual, heterosexual relationships, relationships yeah. but submitting to a man by any means necessary, this type of energy. And I just don't resonate with that at all. I think that 
couples should in some ways like submit to one another. But I think that yes. you got to be mindful of what are you submitting to? I'm not just about to submit to a motherfucker just because you got a dick. Like that's just not that's what's not how that that's not what we're doing. So, yeah. So I think you have to, I think there's a lot of context and there is caveat when it comes to submission in general, but I think that's something that came up. Yeah. Also, I think this is something that wasn't taught, but it was something I definitely have to be honest about by way of my observations. But I definitely come from from a family of very strong women. Mm-hmm. When I think about the women in my family and a lot of the relationships, the women was dominating the relationships. They wore the pants in the relationships. And I'm not saying that it was bad advice, but I think that the women that I observed oftentimes did it in a very disrespectful, demeaning, mm-hmm. and emasculating way. And I don't think that's the best approach. Like yeah. I think that there needs to be mutual respect in a relationship. But like you said, like my mom was run like my mom, and I'm not talking about my grandmother in this particular instance, but like you said, like my mom ran, like everyone would say, Oh, you going to my mom's house? It's my mom and papa's house, but like right. you going to my mom's house? Yeah, like we knew that she was the not only the homemaker, but like she ran, she, she ran, ran things in a certain way. And I think that many of the women that I saw in my family, they were just they were just the dominant one. And so, again, some of it was like disrespectful for some of the examples that I saw. So I I don't resonate with that. And then I also said the last thing is probably not prioritizing self-care or therapy. Mm -hmm. I remember back in the day, and this is not even that long ago, in the past 10 years, I remember when Mm -hmm. I first went to therapy in grad school. And I remember the people around me in my community were just like, that's for white people. Like, you don't do that. And to think of where we are 10 years, a decade later, where we are today, where we have the podcast. I mean, you're a therapist. We're talking about, yeah. we promote therapy on the podcast, but to think about how it was just so taboo for many of us back then. Yeah. It's just so interesting to see how times have changed. But those are the, I want to say like, they're quote, bad advice or the bad. Yeah. yeah. I'll go with those. Yeah. Yeah. I think those are. Did it, did it make you think of anything else? Nothing <laughs> came up for me, but it did. Like I said, the yeah, hair the thing hair. came up, and like the submission piece, yes. like that's like that's that was a big deal. Yeah, you know, but and add on to that of like recognizing for yourself now that like yeah, submission. There's a way to define submission. Yeah, that to me, healthy relationship dynamics involve interdependence. Yes, and. Within that interdependence, there are there are places where, in a heterosexual monogamous dynamic, mm-hmm. I want to be clear: yeah. like this is a specific type of relationship mm-hmm. that there are times when the woman will lead, yeah, because this is her area of strength, and then there are times when the man will lead because that's his area of strength. Mm-hmm. And I think in a healthy relationship dynamic, it doesn't necessarily matter. Yeah. Whether it's what society says the man should have to struggle in and vice versa. That part. But it's really about each person in the couple dynamic playing to their strength. Mm -hmm. I love that. That is a good space, I think, to end because I know we have the after show and there's a question that we have that I think will be really good to dive into in the after show, which is, how does respecting elders come into play when you're breaking generational curses? That's a juicy one. So lady, visit mm-hmm, visit Herspace Podcast, click on Wisdom Wednesday with Terry, and that way you can tune in with Dom and I on the after show so we can dig more into this episode, this topic, and that particular question. Thank you for tuning in. Hey lady, it's Dr. Dom here from the Cultivating Herspace Podcast. 
Are you currently a resident of the state of California and contemplating starting your therapy journey? Well, if so, please reach out to me at drdominiquebroussard.com. That's D-R-D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E-B-R-O-U-S-S-A-R-D.com to schedule a free 15-minute consultation. I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for joining us today. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health, but is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider. If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, visit our website at herspacepodcast.com and be sure to click the Patreon tab to get access to video content, bonuses, and our weekly after show. And before we meet again, repeat after me. Every dream within me exists because it's possible.